This is The Drive with A.D. and Raph on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, everybody, we're back again. It's The Drive on 93.7 The Ticket. It's Friday, and we have special guest Heather Brink, head coach of the Nebraska women's gymnastics team, with us here today again. Heather, big, big, big weekend of gymnastics in Lincoln. Yes, yes. We have uh, all 10 Big Ten teams here in uh, in Lincoln, and five are going tonight, and then we'll go with the other four on Saturday afternoon. So really, really great weekend to come out and be able to see some good gymnastics. You know, Coach, just sitting there listening to you, uh, before, you know, we were, we were off the air. How, what type, and it seems like logistics has been a, a topic of discussion this morning. We were talking uh, on the spillover about the logistical uh, situation was when Nebraska went to Ireland, the football team went over there. Now, think about your own logistical challenges. You got all, you got 10 teams. Right. Right. That'll be competing in your house yes. this weekend. Yep. That's a lot of guests coming to your house because when my mom would have guests coming over, <laughs> she'd always, and my wife is kind of like, we got to do this, we got to do this. Boy, get that, get, you got to clean right. this. Yeah. How is now, obviously, you don't have to do all that, but you also, this is your house. Yeah, yeah. How do you prepare for it? Not, not even as yeah. a coach, right now, just as a host. Well, I mean, we weren't even scheduled to host the, this mm-hmm. competition. So this was like a last minute kind of add to our, um, to our home schedule, anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, it was supposed to be in New York and, um, something fell through with the, with the arena that we were supposed to use. And then, you know, they started looking at some different schools, which schools didn't have, uh, conflicts Mm -hmm. at Nebraska. We're one of the schools where, um, our basketball team doesn't technically, technically play in the same arena we compete in. So we had a little bit more flexibility. Mm -hmm. Uh, we also have Husker vision, um, Mm -hmm. which really is a great opportunity for us to help produce and stream and or televise the the competition so btn will be in in house and um it'll be on live television um tonight at seven and noon on saturday so there was a lot of last minute now you got to get the officials that were originally going to new york Mm -hmm. you got to get them to nebraska Mm -hmm. um i think the the community and obviously our people here um that work for us and all the events and facilities and administration Mm -hmm. have really done a great job of you know, being excited about hosting yeah. this. Um, it's a great opportunity. It's a championship style meet. Um, so it's just, you don't get that opportunity to host those all that often. So all I right. think just being able to do that, we'll put on a good show. I trust our people. Um, we do have high school state swim and dive going on currently. So oh, there's all that logistical right. pieces. So that's right. Um, yeah. I mean, there's been some abnormalities to like, had we known we were hosting it, we would have had um, maybe not as many hoops to jump through, but we're really excited. Uh, went into the arena last night or yesterday afternoon, and mm. it's all set up and ready to go. We've got these, we call them corrals, um, where teams have to kind of contain themselves within mm. this that aren't competing. So okay. you have the one athlete on. So that way it keeps the floor a little bit cleaner with five mm-hmm. teams out there. You're not having teams run up and down um, the arena floor. So, um, they're all set up and ready to go. It just, it just makes it look really nice. So yeah, we're excited. Coach, you mentioned, um, Nebraska has Husker vision. Are we one of the only schools that has that internal? I I'm fairly certain we're one of the only people that has the infrastructure. Hmm. I mean, a lot of them have their own right rights Uh for, for television or for their own production crews. Right. 
Um, but our infrastructure allows us to really kind of be able to produce and use our equipment. Uh, it's mm. definitely top tier in the Big Ten. Mm -hmm. um, I think our uh, BTN would agree that our people that um, run Husker Vision really do a great job and they can utilize not just their equipment, but their people to really right. kind of help them produce a great show. Okay. Okay. Raf, what'd you say, brother? I was going to ask Heather. So you mentioned that there'll be five teams, five teams in your guys' session when you go. How will that work for you guys? Yeah. Do you have your drawing yet? Yeah. Like how you'll. Yeah, it was all a random draw. Um, and so we actually start on beam. I don't recall everybody where everybody starts, but the order for us will go beam. And then there's a buy event, which means we sit out while the other four teams go. So there's four events, five teams. Somebody has to be on a buy at all times. Um, so we'll go beam by floor vault bars, which is the same um, rotation we had last year. And it was, I think, our highest, um, our best meet of the year last year. So we're really excited for this rotation. Um, I think we got a great beam squad. They'll mm -hmm. start us off good. Um, and and it, you always want to be on the floor on the last rotation. So scores technically, I mean, like the theory behind all of this is scores tend to elevate throughout the throughout the competition mm -hmm. um and so for us it's our, our buy is early on and then we'll have three more rotations uh and an opportunity to be out on the floor in that last rotation plus then you kind of know what the other teams have already done at that point too. so is it okay um, see every coach every time you come in i learn something about gymnastics yeah you know so those how is it determined who gets the buy first? You guys, yeah. like, how does that happen? It's, it's a random draw. So every year in October, the head coaches go to the Big Ten office, and okay. we, you know, obviously talk about a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. But one of the things we do every year is draw. So it'll be like team one starts here. So they'll draw a team, and then they'll draw the event that they start on. And then mm. this team starts here. And so then it kind of just peaks. So this was done clear back in October. The, the draw was done in okay. October. Yeah. yeah. You, you, can you reveal where you guys are at? If that, you can't we reveal. start on balance beam. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we'll start on beam again. Thought you had to keep it on the down low. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I'm pretty sure Minnesota's on the buy. I think Ohio State starts on vault. And then I can't I can't remember the other where the, which team starts where. I think. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember. So will you um will you take the team back into the locker room during your bye or do you have them stay out and watch? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, we typically will go back to the locker room. I mean, we've talked about this when I've been on here before. Yeah. We, we try to really talk to the team about not watching scores and just kind of staying mm. in your own bubble. And um, so it's best if they just kind of aren't out there because then there's not that distraction. Yeah, or um, desire to want to sit there and watch what's happening. So um, they'll usually go back to their to the locker room. They kind of hang out. They'll, you know, play games or uh -huh. dance or, you know, just yeah. listen to music and kind of chill. It's a long meet, so we're not used to five rotations, you know. So hmm. fueling is, is a whole nother thing that they'll do during that by rotation, being smart at that piece. Yeah. Coach, yeah. you mentioned when you go back to the locker room. I didn't think about that. How long do you wait? Yeah. Okay, so during the warm-up, it's 15 minutes because okay. when we warm up, you have 15 minutes on each event. During the competition, it just depends on how long it takes for the rotations to happen. Yeah. I would say it's usually around that 20-minute mark. It's not too bad yeah. there. Okay. Yeah, it's not, okay. it's not enough where they, you know, get really, really cold or, you know, whatever. It, it's kind of a nice break, but you want to keep them kind of mentally active because you really don't want to lose that momentum of the adrenaline. 
right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so um, there's kind of some strategies. Each kid will have their own strategy of what they do during that time. Some will, you know, be a little uh, more crazy per se, dancing or whatever for a little mm -hmm. bit. And then mm -hmm. they'll want to sit and kind of get back in their zone and then ready to go. We'll go back in the locker room and kind of pull them out about one or two routines left to kind of get them back out onto the floor. Um, and so, um, it, it, it goes by faster than you think. Mm -hmm. Like at first you think, Oh my God, 20 minutes. Like, what am I going to do for that time? Or how am I going to keep them active? But it really does go by pretty, pretty fast. Pretty quick. Yeah. When you, um, when you mentioned you went in the arena coach, have you ever go in there, um, before the event starts for anybody's in there and just some coach time? Just in the arena. So lights are kind of yeah, dim, maybe. That's funny that you asked me that. I don't technically go in there and just sit. Like my mm -hmm. nervous energy or my yeah. um, anxiety, I guess maybe yeah. more so, is I like to go in and make sure everything's where it needs to be. Yeah. I'll be moving chairs. I'll be moving yeah. tables, um, and just kind of making sure everything's set up uh, the way. Kind of like what you're talking about with your mom, right? We're yep. the host. I want everything <laughs> in its place. Um, I want to do a great. Where's job, that tablecloth right? with the end on it? <laughs> And no, and no padded seat for that judge right yeah. there because I don't like him. <laughs> get that old one out. We don't want them mad at us before it starts, so we'll give them whatever padded seat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I usually go in and, and walk around and kind of do – I'm usually there about an hour before, mm -hmm. um, sometimes up in my office just kind of trying to get myself in a zone and – um, thinking about, you know, that pre-meet, like, what do I, what's the message I want my team to think about going into this competition? Um, yeah. And then we'll watch a psych up video. So they do, they actually go out on the floor, um, about four, half hour before the, the open stretch period mm -hmm. starts. And we do what we call visualization. So some mm -hmm. of them will have headphones on, some of them will just be walking around, but they'll go around to their events and they'll just kind of visualize oh, like their performance, right? Mm -hmm. So you're kind of in that in that headspace. And then we'll go back to our locker room. We'll do we'll watch our psych up video. We'll have a you know, a little team talk and then we kind of go out on the floor together for the open stretch period. You know, I got one more question before Raf before you dive in, Raf, and we, we let coach get out of here. Coach, this is um Chaos. Yeah. I call it yeah. chaotic. It's chaos, but it's orderly. Yep. Chaotic. Yep. How do you keep your athletes dialed in to where one is on this event? Someone's on the mm -hmm. beam. Someone's on the floor. A person is applauding over there. A person saying this over there. How do you keep? Because, you know, for me, I mean, squirrel, I get distracted right. easy. Right, yeah. You know, and I, I'd be, are they clapping for me? How do you keep them yeah. dialed in yeah. at an event in this type of makeup? Yeah, I mean, I think every time you have that opportunity to, like, really – practice that situation mm -hmm. it's great but it is definitely a lot going on right? it's hard all, to emulate that in practice four, yes all four events are going to be happening uh what i will say is in practice we do practice three events at a time so you may have somebody going ah. on floor while you're trying to do beam but there's always that you know the added pressure you're yeah. like the only one up there doing beam while somebody else is doing floor um so so you just kind of try to have a conversation with them. I mean, we really talk about like, let's stay in our own bubble. Let's, yeah. our focus is on that athlete that's up, uh, whatever we need to do, whether it's, she needs a pep talk, she needs a mat pulled. Um, our focus, our attention is doing whatever we can to help that one athlete be at her best at that one moment. I like how you replicate that because Coach Osborne and uh, the team, our, our coaches, during practice, you probably mm -hmm. hear it, they would mm -hmm. pump in the crowd noise mm -hmm. into the stadium. That's <sighs> funny that you said that, yeah. 
you know, so you try to replicate that just like a game time situation, right, just like right. you did there. Yeah, the I mean, I think that's the biggest piece that can rattle a team, right? Is if you're not prepared for all that outside external noise. Yeah. It's not always the gymnastics going on. That's the distraction. Right. It's the outside noise, whether it's somebody just finished a floor routine and your mid beam routine and their crowd is going crazy and their team is going crazy. Like that can get you rattled. Mm. Um, we had a meet early on this year, so I like quad meets for, mm -hmm. for that reason. It gets you in that kind of zone of being able to. So we've already faced this once this year where we had the ability to, you know, like, okay, when somebody else is loud, we don't always need to match them with being mm. just as loud mm. because, you know, let's just stay focused on right. what we need to do and, and in that moment um, and try not to let that kind of rattle us, Absolutely. right? Because you can – one, one quick second right and you're off that balance beam if you're letting your mind kind of wander wow. so um yeah it's it, it can be chaotic it'll be fun for the crowd to watch because mm -hmm. there's going to be a lot of gymnastics happening all at one time um vault you tend to get done pretty fast mm -hmm. and so then there's kind of a lot of dead time there um getting ready for bars mm -hmm. so keeping them involved or kind of in their bubble in that space can almost be just as challenging as during the event when there's all this other stuff happening love it yeah love it yeah so then, Heather, with um, it being like essentially, I know it's at Nebraska, but I assume like the Big Ten's kind of running the meet since it's the, the the Big Fives. Are are the ticket prices? Are they the same prices what they normally are for Nebraska meet, believe, or are they are I they different? They're seven dollars for for the reserved five for the general admission. Um, we still have tickets for sale. The majority of them are general admission. Um, tonight, the five teams that go are. Um, Michigan, Illinois, Penn State, Iowa, and Maryland. Um, so their their teams are all in town. They're ready to go. Um, with one of the best things that I can say that uh, helped us get this is is the draw from our community and how our community turns out and supports our our events. So I hope they'll do the same thing for tonight and uh, and obviously tomorrow afternoon when we're in the session as well. So. Um, come on out. I, I know the girls are really excited for a packed, packed Devaney Center. You can see a lot of gymnastics, um, a lot of really great gymnastics that's happening around the country. So, And I tell you what, you're going to have great weather for it, too, from what I'm understanding. <laughs> weather is going to be awesome. 56 degrees tomorrow. Oh, is it? Is it? Yeah. Okay. 56 tomorrow, I think 60 on Sunday, uh, something like that. Nice. Yeah, nice. so it's supposed to be pretty nice. Bring on spring. Absolutely. Right. We, we, we need it bad. We yeah. need it bad. Coach, again, so tonight they can watch. Uh, uh, tonight, and they can go and watch. You yes, mentioned the ticket yes. prices. So you mentioned the ticket prices. What about televised? What time are those times going to be? Uh, on? 7 p.m. tonight, noon tomorrow. Both Big Ten Network? Both BTN. All right. Mm -hmm. Raf? Yeah, and then I also got one other thing to say. You also got a meet on Monday night, correct? No, it's like a lot of back to back gymnastics. I was telling him we got three meets in six days. Um, so, yeah, the Michigan meet was rescheduled. Um, since they were already going to be here for the Big Five meet, uh, we decided to stay here in, in Nebraska, um, the, their head coach and myself, to stay here in Nebraska and, and have that, that makeup meet. So that's on Monday night at 6 p.m. Okay. Coach, we got a quick text for you before we go to break. We let you take care of business. Scaper texted in and says, my daughter is eight and does gymnastics. She idolizes all of you. Oh. Keep it up. Yeah, that gives me the goosebumps. I, I really think it's full circle moment. Um, one of the things I, I really pride about our team is I think they do a great job representing our, our program. Yeah. Um, ultimately, we want to, you know, be these role models for, I mean, we're the only school in the, in the state that has gymnastics. Yeah. So um, it's a great sport. It teaches them a lot of life lessons. 
Um, and I think our, our athletes are a testament to um, how far you can take it. I love it. Coach, I've always believed that um, when I was growing up, and I always remember this, little eyes idolize. Uh, yeah. And I've always believed that. And so that's cool what Caper Tech said in those girls. Think about all the little girls and, and the guys that are there that are seeing those guys and girls compete. It's like one day. Yeah. I'm going to wear that in. I, I love the moments after the meet where a parent, you know, posts a picture of their kid got to meet up with one of our kids and, um, you know, it made their night or it made their year. Um, but what's even more special is when my athletes come back and tell me about it. And oh, wow. um, I think as much as it means to these, you know, eight-year-olds or five-year-olds mm -hmm. or um, these younger gymnasts, I think it means just as much to my team because you just never know who's watching. That's right. And as a leader, you got to take, you know, take the high road in a lot of different situations. That's right. That sometimes is the hard thing to do. Um, and again, you just never know whose eyes are on you. Well, coach, I tell you what, our eyes are going to be on uh, you and the gals as you compete and take care of business this weekend, folks. We always appreciate it. Coach Brink, we thank you for always taking, yeah, being so kindly to do your this. Guys support for sure. Um, we're really excited, obviously. Um, for the meet this weekend and appreciate your guys' time in helping us get the word out. Thank you so much. Folks, we have a word from our sponsors. When we come back, we'll have uh, some more information. Actually, we have history. Sam Cook coming up, and then we have a guest, George Trice, as well, uh, right after the top of the hour. Again, you're on The Drive with AD and Raph on The Ticket.